Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who managed to get an iPhone even though they didn't pre-order. Pre-orders from suckers, isn't it? Seems to be. Everybody told me you're never going to be able to find one. Two phone calls in my pocket. No. That's a lie. No, it took me a little bit longer than that. Yeah. But only because I was trying Come to on. get one specifically from Best Buy so I could get the points. Then but how'd that work out for you? It didn't, and it didn't work <laughs> out for me at all because, as it turns out, where were all the iPhones? At Apple. At the Apple store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I think you've learned that lesson before. I guess. You know what's funny, though? I ro- The Apple store was open until 10 o'clock. Okay. I rolled in there at 8.31, and they said, sure, go right over there to that line, which there was nobody else in that line, right? Right. I get there. The chick looks at me, looks in her clock, and she goes, you're lucky. I'm feeling generous today. The phone line closes at 8.30. And what time did you get there? Like 8.31, literally. And I said, would you like this money? Because I don't want to come back tomorrow. Can we just do this? Okay. We'll just do it. And those the people in the Apple store are getting older. There are not nearly as many young people working in the Apple store as there have been in the past. Hmm. There are people older than me. Probably because the pool of applicants is much larger now, so I, they'd rather have somebody with more know, experience. But I don't think a 65-year-old man walking up to me with an iPad going, can I tell you about the iPad? I just looked at him. I doubt no, it. No, can you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you know any more I just, than I do. I just said I doubt it. <laughs> It'd be like me trying to sell new products. It's probably not a good thing. <laughs> you would actually be good because you'd be like, look what I can do. Look what I, go, I can look, do. Look, you push this look button. Oh, I my God. Do. Look, did you see what that just did? I don't know if I can replicate it, but <laughs> it did something fucking, pretty cool. Pretty fucking amazing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So my verdict of the new iPhone is mm, pretty fucking outstanding. I, I'm happy for you. However, I could do without the comments <laughs> about how crappy your old phone was, which happens to be the same identical phone that I currently have in comparison the phone i used to have is like a gremlin shat it out that's what it's like cut it out did you see how fast when i was scanning books and i was like bloop bloop i did see that bloop bloop and you know how long it takes another one's like it practically my old phone practically went when it connected to the internet just four months you'll have one too yeah. Four months of pure torture. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Every you really? day you're going to show me something new. You jelly, bro. <laughs> Are you jealous? Not really. A little bit. I wouldn't be as jealous <laughs> if you stopped pointing out all the flaws in my current phone. Well, I will if say. If you could just zip it, I'll be perfectly A OK and you might save yourself some money. <laughs> no, you need one. <sighs> you need one because then. It, there's things that work better if we both have one you know what i'm saying anyway i'm glad i've got one now i waited so long i mean really we waited a long time what you did are are you not amazed that i waited a four almost five years show a little bit of restraint a lot of restraint i showed jeez you were waiting for them to work out the bugs though it wasn't exactly like you were being mr patient no, it was because our contract, our contract never hit at the right time. Do you know what I mean? It never hit at the well, right time. Well, now that they don't have the new every two, 
But iPhones hold their resale value very well, so it's almost the same. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so Thing 3 has this friend and she's never going over there again. You keep saying that. Well, I wasn't I wasn't told that this was going to happen until it was already a done deal. That's not true. I was working and nobody told me she was going anywhere. I came out and I was like, where's my kid? You know, okay, like, to be fair, going? you were on phone calls for like a solid four hours at a time. I'm not saying, I, listen, I'm not saying that I'm criticizing you. I'm saying had I known, I would have said, I don't think this is a good idea. Because this is the kid who gave her lice. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And that's why I was a little surprised that you okayed it because. Because I can't prove that it was. She hasn't I, seen her at school okay, dealing sure. with the lice thing. I have. Okay. A feeling it was family members. Maybe it was. I think it was. But I have another reason now why she can never go to this friend's house. Yeah. And you know what that reason is? Jesus. Jesus I need comes between you and your family. I huh? need Jesus to mind his own goddamn business. It's not Jesus' fault. I need him to just chill the fuck out and stay away from my people. We've, we've always been very open with the kids about religion. I say it's stupid. And you say, maybe not. But they're allowed to go do their own thing, right? They're allowed to right. investigate on their own. Right. Thing one went to investigate her on her own, right? Yep. And within, I don't know, a week, we discovered that the church she was going to was going to have a teen mud wrestling event. Right. Now, that's not, I'm not exaggerating, that's what it was called. That was not the only <laughs> church that she went to, though. She's gone to several. And they've all been a little bit weird. Right. And now she's right? come full circle and she's pretty much just like us. Correct. <laughs> so thing three goes to her friend's house. They decide they're going to go to church, which, okay. If that's what you really want to do with your Sunday morning, I would, when I was a kid, if somebody said, you want to go to church, or you want to stay home and watch underdog, I'd have been like, I am not going to church. She has to go. She goes once. And now my house is clearly on the Jesus uh, junk mail hotline. In the same day, we got two fucking postcards. Yeah, and it's not, okay, I understand the postcard thing. It's like a follow-up, uh, but it, there's How'd like, you like your Jesus underlying tones that I don't really like. Yeah, we're sorry your family doesn't go with you, but Jesus still mm -hmm. loves you. Fuck you, people. I'll burn your shit down. Well, and then it's already blossomed from an invitation just to continue coming to Sunday service to, you know, going to the Sunday school class afterwards, joining the youth group, and then some other sort of study yeah. group. I'm like, good Lord. They, How about you ease her into things? Jesus wants to plug your shit in. Now, let it's me ask intrusive. you this. Let me ask you this. What kind of church is this? Is it a Baptist church? Yes. Oh, fuck. We it can't, is. I can't have Okay, this. come on. We're in Texas. I was, I know. I, you know how many percentage-wise? Seriously. I'm not, Okay. I'm going to say a good 80% of the churches are Baptist. If you're listening to the show and you're a Baptist, maybe I don't have a problem with you. I was raised a Baptist, though, and the only thing I could think of from the time I was old enough to think to the time I moved out of that house was, why does this have to be so fucking bad? Why has it got to be so judgy and preachy and ugly? Because that's really what I took away. Not this is what Jesus would like you to do, but a list of people we hate because they're not like us. You know what I mean? You can't dance because you'll go to hell. You can't drink because you'll go to hell. If I want to make more babies for Jesus, I'm going to have to do a couple of those things at some point. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, uh, it, The mud wrestling youth group <laughs> was also Baptist. I know. 
<laughs> so it's like they say one thing and they do another. That's well, what drives me crazy. Okay. I, and it's like, oh, well, we accept everybody here. You better go to this. You better go to that. Now you got to come to this. And if you don't, right. I'm going to send you 10 postcards and, next week. Right. And I, I pointed out that when I was going to church, the boys Sunday school teacher was a gay kid toucher. Not that those two things are necessarily related. It's just a fact. He was a kid toucher and he was also gay. And it made me very nervous all the time. I was like, mm, I'm your target demographic. I gotta, I gotta move around here. But like I said, and, and I'm not saying I think that all people that go to church are like that. But what I am saying is, the the hard sell is makes me unhappy. Me too, because then it inevitably creeps into well, what do your parents believe? Right. Right. Uh, where Where do your parents go to church? Now, and here's and the, if we don't go to church, or God forbid, we have different views, which you know, you and I have very different views. Right. And in my opinion, that's not really anybody else's business. Well, and the fact that you and I can stay married is evidence that we're both pretty much live and let live. You know what I mean? We have, I think that's <laughs> the way it should be with but, religion. But, but Honestly, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. each his own. Figure it out for yourself. Right. I'm not cramming my beliefs down anybody else's throat. Right. You and I have I'm very different viewpoints, of... but we're not forcing either of our viewpoints on any of our children. They're exactly. allowed to go do whatever they want to fucking do. But I feel like sending an email back to the church and saying, look, here's the deal. I don't like any of your bullshit. And I'm allowing my daughter to go to your church to explore her own views of the world. If you keep this shit up, that will end. Because I don't need the fucking used car salesman of religion manhandling my kid's brain. Exactly. Especially when, you know, they're at a malleable age. Right. This is the time where people really start typically, I think, questioning that. Right. They start trying to figure out if there's anything after or what their point is, you know. Right. I'm all for her exploring that within reason. (laughs) Well, if (laughs) within some safe parameters. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like I said, that's what I'm worried about. I don't I don't need the. The hardcore preachy preachy make sure you bring your parents next time because what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna end up with me at the church and nobody wants that you know you don't want me coming to your church i'll ask you questions but anyway that's the thing they don't want me at their church and i don't want them messing with my kids head too much so let's not do this you know though it's know, been a, it's, it's so been... hard it makes me sad though because i want her to be able to go I also want her to be able to say no if she doesn't want to return right? without it being uncomfortable for her. Well, and that's what I told her when she told me she was going back. I was like, okay, do you really want to go back? There's a cute boy there. <sighs> well, no, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I am. Hooking for Jesus is a tradition that goes all the way back to the very, very, very beginning. He didn't travel with a whore for... You know I don't saying? think the boy is really? hooking for Jesus. That's how it works, though. I even that's how they get you. Think he that's her. how they get you. They put it. They have, there's a few attractive people. Hey, when I went to the snake handling church, that's exactly what they tried to do with me. Like, here's the preacher's daughter. She's kind of hot. What are you gonna do about it? Run like hell. That's what I'm gonna do about it. I don't need that kind of hot in my life. She touches snakes. Gotta go. So we'll see, but if her exploration of religion continues, I'm going to make her mix it up a little bit. She's got to go see the saffron monks. Well, I do think she should you know, be exposed to more than one before she makes up her mind. We can take her across town to the uh, mosque. 
<laughs> she can start doing her Alohawk bars like the guy on Homeland. I don't, I don't think she's down with that. I will say this, man. Homeland's third episode. Crazy. How would you feel if, like, you were like, I'd been missing for eight years and you're like, um, you want to do it or what? Or anything? I was like, how about you just take off your shirt and I jerk my stuff on you? Yeah. I don't think, and if you made the face the chick <laughs> his wife made, I think I'd have to stop. I don't think he noticed. I think that was the point. It's gross. It was a little unexpected. It was unexpected and sad. I think that's the thing about Homeland that's, I was saying that this episode distressed me. It's because it's so sad. Everybody is sad and dirty and grimy, you know? It's realistic. No, and it is not. Yes, it is? It's not. Yes, it is. It's a collection and... of the grossest people on earth. Okay, shut. <laughs> it is not. Okay. Watch it, though. I recommend you watch it, but you will need to take a shower afterwards. It makes you feel kind of gross. Ugh. There to be some news. Okay. Now, see, he got religion, and it was harsh, you know? True. Stuck with him, though. A little bit too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. A woman who allegedly chained four mentally disabled adults in a Philadelphia basement had identification documents for as many as 50 people, it has emerged. Police allege Linda Ann Weston, 51, stole disability benefits and say the documents suggest her fraud extended far beyond the four known victims. Weston previously served a prison sentence for starving a man to death. Yeah, what maybe the F? <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody needs to keep an eye on this lady. She Is starved she... a man to death yeah. and she served a prison sentence and she's out. Oops. <laughs> Hold her, guys. And she's only 51. How long was she in prison? Not long enough. A slap <laughs> on the wrist for starving someone to death? Apparently. I think that's with malice. Well, you know what? I tried to look up some more stuff on the case and I couldn't find it. But yeah, to me, just killing somebody is pretty bad, right? I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't kill people. It's pretty bad. But to actually starve somebody to death, that means you, you've got time to change your mind. You know, it's not like you get exactly. mad, you get a knife, and you go somewhere and start hacking on somebody. She had somebody in her control. She starved him out. That's awful. So there were there were several days in there when she could have gone, oh, <laughs> maybe I should give this person some food. This is going to turn out to be the crime story of the year, I think. Oh, I'm sure. She's going to be one of those little old ladies that loves to garden, and all of the people that they have documents for are all buried in that garden, she's, fertilizing she's it. The, nobody's going to mistake her for a little old lady gardening. She's not arsenic oh, on old know. ways. She's a little no, hard. There was another looking. case like this that was on the Deadly Women show that I watch. Oh, yeah. It was very similar. And she did bury him in the garden. And she was about this age, but she looked a lot older. She, she dyed her hair, so it was really gray. So everybody thought she was just a sweet little old lady. Well, that just goes back to my take on it, that I don't trust any women, no matter what they look like. But deadly. They're like spiders. It's awful. I mean, how can... Uh, I just well, have a hard time understanding how someone can do that. And you chain people yeah. to the basement. <laughs> right. And this is the kind of thing, the cops show up, they open the door, they go down to the basement, and then they're ruined for life. You know what I'm saying? This is the kind of shit you see, and you're like, well, I can never be right again. Thanks. Exactly. She needs to be just put away, throw away the key. Well, they're going to find out what happened to these other Start 46 people, out. and I'm guessing it's going to be a lot of dead 
folks. I'm sure they were. That's awful. This episode brought to you by Homeland. I wonder if she lived in the same household all that time and was collecting those checks. I'm guessing. Do you think they went straight to her house or do you think they went? Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they all went to her house. And this is another thing where maybe there ought to be Red something. flags? Maybe there ought to be something in the system where it goes, if you send 50 checks. Or she may just have had uh, post office boxes. You know? Mm, yeah, and then she just true. goes to the post office one day. But you would think somebody at the post office would go, bitch, why do you need 50 post office boxes? That seems like a lot. I'm guessing she just did them um, a few at a time so that nobody would notice. Well, they'll come every month. I know that. I'm just saying she didn't have 50 going at once. She only did three uh, or four. Until they then, die. Well, yes. no, because why would you quit? They die. You hide the body. Nobody knows they're dead. Why Why should well, you stop? That's true, too. I Keep don't it know. coming in. I don't know. It's going to be bad. That's that's the ultimate. My prediction for this is they're going to find out there was a fucking horror show going on in that basement. Well, what's sad to me, too, is did these all these people not have any family members? Well... And I'm I'm trying to be serious. I'm not trying to be rude. A lot of people now outlive their parents. A lot of people with mental disabilities are outliving their parents. Mm, could be. And that's not good, you know, because then, yeah, then what do you do? I don't know. I, I'm hoping that the family members didn't willfully turn them over for her to watch oh, as a Kim, caretaker. Kim expands the horror story. To be the I fan. know. Somebody sold them. I didn't say sell <laughs> Just them. Just gave them away. No, just Basically. just place her yeah. in there, place them in her care, oh, thinking that she was god. actually going to take care of them. Oh god, it's awful. Speaking of people with mental disabilities, did you see the story the other day about the lady who started the clothing line for people with Down syndrome? No, I, no I I'd like not... to read that actually. Okay, I'll see if I can find it again. I didn't know. I guess I didn't understand that the that people with Down syndrome had like their body shape was different enough that you couldn't just buy clothes for them. Like, I didn't know that. I guess the way their hips and their spine all hooked up together is not like just an average person's. So she was having a hard time finding clothes for her kids, so she started a new clothing line that takes it into account. Good for her. I think it's a good idea, but I thought the logo was kind of offensive. Oh. We'll see. (laughs) Well, now you got to spill it. Everybody else can Google it. It was just... (laughs) It was just a bunch of, like, cartoons of people with Down syndrome, but they didn't seem to be very respectfully drawn, is all I'm saying. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think anything what bad... What was the name of it? I can't remember what the name of it was. I'll, uh, I'll look it up. I'll look okay. it up. But I can't remember the name of it was off the top of my head. But if, if it was me, I don't think I would like those pictures. Well, it was, she probably wasn't meaning it to be I don't. I, I just said, I don't think she meant anything bad by it. It's just one of those things that sometimes that's Maybe how it turns out. Maybe you should out. have, like, a focus group before you <laughs> launch something, right? Maybe Even you should, just a small one. Maybe you should just uh, shouldn't have pictures of people. Maybe you should just have a, the name. You know. Mm. I mean, just yeah. go that a way. A picture is worth a thousand bright, words, bright. though. Okay, but sometimes they're not good words. That's true. There's a fly in here. <laughs> Shut up. Here's my next story. This the is vi- another good one. You haven't read this one, but you'll love this one. The villages and farming communities that surround Uganda, Uganda's capital Kampala, are gripped by fear. School children are closely watched by teachers and parents as they make their way home from school. In playgrounds and on the roadside are posters warning of the danger of abduction by witch doctors for the purpose of child sacrifice. The ritual, which some believe brings wealth and good health, 
was almost unheard of in the country until about three years ago, but has reemerged seemingly alongside a boom in the country's economy. Yikes. So it's coincidental that the economy is turning up, or is it the fact that they're having all of these child sacrifices? Well, see, that's what people are saying. People are like, I don't understand. People started, apparently, and this is just horrible, apparently rich people over there hire witch doctors when they're starting a new business to kill a kid for them. And if you're building a building, they'll chop the kid up and bury it in different parts of the foundation for you. If you're not really sure what kind of business you want to do, but you want to have some some dead baby good luck, they'll chop it up and make a, a tasty potion for you. Yikes. So you can have a potion, just drink it when you need to feel a little baby good fortune inside you. Uh, the, for land, they chop them up and spread and like fertilize the land with them. But it's gotten so bad that they're literally, they're like, we're not going to have any kids if you don't stop it. <laughs> really? You think there's an underpopulation problem there? There's enough kids being popped off that the government over there, which normally does not give a shit about most things, is going, hey, this is turning into like a thing now. Stop killing kids. Well, on a related note, I read something uh, to the fact that something like 20 men came forward recently that they were abducted and raped, but they they were collecting sperm. They arrested three women that had all these sperm samples because they use them in rituals. Why don't you just ask? I know. <laughs> they would drug them. It seems like a lot of work. And when they would you... hit them. I know. How about you, you use your womanly wiles? Surely it's not going to take that much coaxing, right? I mean, really. That's what I'm saying. You could get a mouthful without a whole lot of trouble. I don't think you can get a mouthful. Get, yeah, you don't think I'm sure so. there's plenty of other ways which you could Put a fucking condom and someone. just take it out. You know what I'm saying? Put a condom on them. When you're done, take the condom off and put it away. Yeah, well, I don't think they're real hip on Or again, there, but... just ask. Exactly. <laughs> Most single guys are willing to part with their sperm with little or no provocation. You know? Yeah, I sure. Know. You need some sperm, so here it comes. Open Unless up. they think it's like... Unless I, it's got to be taken... Closely guarded it's and got, magical. Or maybe it's got to be taken from unwilling victims or it doesn't have any power. I know? really don't know. I really don't. I don't know. And that kind of brings to mind the show that we were watching on Bravo today, which I hadn't seen before. Oh, the sperm donor show? The sperm donor show. Holy crap. And it was very interesting, and I don't know if it's like an ongoing show, if it's just the first one. I didn't see the whole thing. I feel really bad for the guy sperm donors. I feel really bad because most of these people started doing it, you know, 10 years ago, right? And they were promised this is totally anonymous. No one's ever going to know who you mm -hmm. are. And now they're finding out that keeping the anonymity thing is pretty much impossible. And now people are just going to find out who you are. Sorry. Right, and this guy's relatively young. He's getting ready to get married. Yeah, he did it when he was in college because he needed the extra fucking money. And it turns out that he has at least, I mean, 72 confirmed children. Right. More like uh, maybe 120 is what that, he was saying. That is insane. And they're starting to find him. Yeah. yeah. And so the fiance, it's like an interesting dynamic to see how she's dealing with well, the did, whole thing. Did yeah, she, as well as did she deal with it? Because he, he just told her. Uh, the sperm uh, yeah well now to be fair he had brought the point up several times in the past 
Right. And she was partially blaming for herself for not delving into the subject matter a little bit deeper. Right. Because this is how that conversation went. By the way, when I was in college, I was a sperm donor. And she mm-hmm. and she went, okay, let's not ever talk about this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's well, pretend then, it didn't happen. You know, he said he had a few kids that he knew of. And she was like, well, how many? And then he told her and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. She went. Because she was thinking a couple, you know. Anyway, it's interesting. I don't know. Check it out. It's on Bravo. It'll be interesting to see. But like I said, I feel bad for these guys because they are being contacted by kids and they don't really have any control over their information getting out there. And if you're a guy, you got to feel weird about it. Well, especially and the thing is that the half siblings are all contacting each other. Yeah, yeah. Which that's I think weird. is. I think that's kind of weird. And they sound alike, and some of them look well, alike. They're. Bio- I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's so weird. Half the chromosomes. Okay, here's my. Oh life. yeah, the the price for a baby potion from that last week. Oh, 200, yeah. 250 bucks. Two hundred fifty bucks get your brand new baby potion. Oh. Chop the baby for good luck. That's sad. But their economy is doing very well. So what now? If you told, okay, let me. This is a hypothetical. But if you told the people in the United States, if if President Obama and uh, Mitt Romney got on TV tomorrow and said, "Look, we have a solution to the economy problem." And I know you people don't want to hear this, but all we got to do is kill a baby on live TV and eat it. And the economy will be 100% fixed and everybody goes back to work. How many? How long do you think it'd be before we had the president eating a baby on live TV? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Uh, Not long. Not long. Plenty of people out there who have awful judgment to begin with. So, no. What's a baby going to do for you, though? I mean, really? Well, okay. Here's my helpful. last story. They're babies. They're kind of a drain on your personal economy. That's true. <laughs> Here's the last story. An Egyptian man who looks like Saddam Hussein says a gang of Iraqi kidnappers tried to force him to act in a pornographic film after refusing a $330,000 offer to play Hussein in a sex tape which was purportedly planned to be sold to the media as an authentic recording of the deceased Iraqi dictator, Mohammed Bishrur told Al-Aram that three men in black suits attempted to abduct him as he walked to a cafe in Alexandria on Sunday. The three men, who had guns hanging from their belts, forced me out of my car and shoved me into a van, hitting my head. He's complaining about (laughs) hitting his head. Okay, now, I like the story because, A, if you look like Saddam Hussein... That's a bummer. You know, you're like, well, that sucks. On the other hand, you're really going to turn 300 down 330 grand to just get filmed having sex and nobody will know it's you. They'll think it's the actual Saddam. Mm-hmm. You know, if, okay, say I look like Saddam Hussein, I came to you with this was my plan. I don't think you'd have any complaints. I'm thinking, I'm actually surprised it hasn't already happened uh, that somebody hasn't already done that. Surely there's a, <laughs> an actor over here. Just waiting to get in on that action. Looks like Saddam and he's going to get. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. I just think it's odd that this guy would have actually turned down 330 grand. You know, I agree. We're going to film you having sex. People think it's Saddam. You'll get some money. You okay with that? No. Again, what's with the force? We got to kidnap people, (laughs) whack them on the head. How about you just ask me? Why don't you just ask me if I'm interested? Because I'm going to be a little bit resistant. Once you shove me in a car and whack me on the head. Well, they did. To be honest, they did offer him. Oh, they asked him first, and then when he said said no, they they, shoved him. They were like, "Well, you're going to do it anyway." Clear. Which, honestly, if I was, (laughs) 
if they offered me 330 grand to do it and i said no and they said well then you're gonna have to come with this anyway i said okay can we go back to the other deal i'll do it right <laughs> it's gonna happen anyway can i just get paid well yeah but this reeks to, to me this reminds me of remember uh that movie you watched with brad pitt and i ran it was called burn without reading or something burn after reading burn after reading remember mm-hmm. That's what this story reminds me of. That it was some kind of bungled secret agent plot to make a fake Saddam sex tape. Isn't isn't that what it sounds like? It really does. (laughs) It's like, all right, we'll go over here. We'll get this guy. That didn't work? Okay, get your guns out. Ah, shit. We can't go through this. Dump the guy out. Ah, fuck. Let's go home. (laughs) You'd think that they would, you know, maybe save themselves about, oh, I don't know, $325,000 and get a little plastic surgery and some fake hair or whatever i, I, just, think it's, I just think it's weird you start at 330 grand or kidding you said like it two, is a weird number 250 250 right number. 250 awfully high maybe it's because in his, Saddam, maybe, really maybe mm-hmm. it's because in egypt three hundred thirty thousand dollars is really like a million dollars you know what i mean well that's true like a million egyptian i'm not really dollars. sure what the market is for that if you it, Saddam Hussein sex tape, boo. Oh, you could you could easily boo. you could get several million dollars for a legitimate Saddam Hussein. I will sex tape. pay money not to see it. Well, you would, but it would people would buy that. Yes, you could yeah. make a lot of money from that. A lot of money, especially if he was, you know, they showed him doing some weird stuff like chicks with strap-ons doing him in the butt. People would out. You don't think that happens? Come on, I'm not sure. <laughs> there are many dictators that I find sexually appealing to begin with. Well, the absent minded. If you think about in the, it, in the chat room, so she loves the hairy dudes. Yeah. Pretty much your diametric opposite. If you could, you'd just dip me in there, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be happier <laughs> if I didn't even have fucking eyelashes. You'd be like done. No, that would be weird. And I'm pretty much not hairy, so but it's still too hairy for kids. You gotta have. You still have to have eyebrows and eyelashes. That's where I draw the line. Right, so. <laughs> I, i'm not even allowed to grow like a little bit of stubble you get all freaked out on it's scratchy mm, uh, a... very delicate <laughs> and whiny <laughs> you got any other news stories over there no, okay this is the downer episode the next episode will be funnier i promise not every day that you get to read out people keeping who tards in the basement and collecting their monies and people killing babies and saddam porn well, Faux, Saddam, Saddam, Saddam porn, porn is the, was the funny part. That was kind of the uplifting show to you know, end it with. All right. They want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. I updated that on the Horde, by the way. Nice. It's yeah. been that way for a couple of years. Email. Hey, better late than ever. show at gmail.com. I'm liking these new computer glasses, by the way. I was complaining the other okay. day that I had terrible dry eye problems and eye strain and shit. I bought some fucking $25 reading slash computer glasses and it's been a massive improvement well they're amber lensed yeah i feel much better all right kim we're not there yet hi this is thing one thanks for listening to my parents podcast why not take a second to review their show at talkshoe.com and i'm thing two to make sure you never miss an episode subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com this is Thing 3 signing off for all of us. Are we there yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 